Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, it's a week away, man. One week and one week hey. and you're away. I know. Actually, uh, I'm there now. <laughs> yes, you are. That is true. I am. That is, wow. Time is flying. Holy cow. It's crazy. <laughs> SMX Advanced. This is like this is the best show of the year. You, you know it is, and and mm. I've gotten to go the past couple of years, and you know I missed it the few years before, and I was always jealous when you got to go and I didn't get to go, but it's awesome. And I actually get to speak this year, which is even better. Yes, that's gonna be awesome. What are you speaking on again? Speaking on authorship and author rank. Doing a, we've got a great panel too because we've got a, you know some really you know one of the guys that's like the top expert on authorship. You know there's a Google Plus community on just on authorship that he started that's got like nine ten thousand members. It's very active, very very good. If you if you got questions about authorship and author, mm. that's the community Google Plus. It's amazing. But he's the guy who started that. It's going to be on our panel. A lot of people talking technical. My mine's going to be interesting because I'm actually going to go through a live case study of what we did as a media company, what we had to go through and the, the trial and tribulations to get authorship implemented on over a thousand authors. Um, so it's, it's, it's a really fun presentation, actually, but it's, uh, it's going to be really informative. Awesome. Yeah, I hope I hope I get over there so I can catch it or at least... Uh, I can try to sneak you in. See your notes. Put you in a suitcase or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just leave your, vid, your camera on, on record or uh, get on QIK. I think that's for... Uh, <laughs> That's still running. I don't know. Can't keep up with all these things. Well, uh, today we, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, our predictions for Google's pretty much inevitable attack on guest posting and any other, uh, some of the other elements of author post, author ranks that uh, you're probably going to be talking about in your discussion. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I guess what we want to start with then is what can we say is reasonably certain to be in play right now in terms of how Google is dealing with guest posts. Because you know they, they're, they're being inundated with them. It's the latest fad for getting links. Yeah. Um, and just to, just, just to, you know, that's one of the things this industry bugs the heck out of me. Something works, you know, something well, and it's valuable to not only users and marketers and all of us who own websites and optimized websites, it works. Like guest posts worked really well as a, a way to add value to somebody's site and get something in return in form of, links or, or whatever. And then we got the other side of our industry says, hey, look at that. Let's do it a billion times and just totally destroy it as an effective tactic. And that's what happens with this stuff. It drives me nuts. To me, I, I, I can't say that any of this stuff is 100% certain, right? Because what we're doing here is we're, we're using our experience, what we've seen online, 
And we're also talking about a little bit of conjecture here because we, we don't see Google's manual here. <laughs> but Right, exactly. That said, it, this is very educated guesses here. And, and the, the fact of the matter is AuthorRank we know is part of Google's uh, system. And we know that it, it is a great way for them to see who is really good at what they do. What they do, they're, very, they're authorities on a particular topic. And if they start talking a lot and, and happen to have their... Um, Relic was author or their author code attached to a piece of content and it is a guest post, it's likely to get more attention than someone else's. Right. And we, we can't forget authorship because authorship is different than author rank because authorship will have an impact on click-throughs. So if your authorship is tied to a listing in SERPs from, from, from the Google perspective and you see the little picture, that's going to increase click-throughs. So that's going to have an impact as well. So we know if authorship is tied to a post, as well, you know, that's going to help. But the author rank of the author tied to that post we know is also going to have an impact. Yeah, and then I think there was a lack of my words at the end there. That last bit was authorship is what I meant to say. So that's, yeah, it's definitely, it just 100% makes sense. What would you say? That's 99.9999% certain? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I extra, I'd extra, extra point zero 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 one two. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, the other one, which just, Again, makes sense to me because, frankly, I see so many guest posts these days, and um, they're a bit frightening. And, and some of them uh, may look good at the beginning and may even read well, but the fools that created them added a sus- definitely, you know, without question, a suspicious amount of inline text links. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. like, some, uh, don't get it wrong. There are some that are very good and are still probably working well, but it's the ones that are done bad that are so obvious that are probably, you know, not only hurting the whole system but having no impact at all on the people creating them. It's not helping yeah. them at all. Yeah, so I, I, it's my expectation that if Google sees these, it doesn't matter if the guest post is on a uh, like. Let's say for uh, this, this wouldn't happen, but Search Engine Land posts a guest post and it's not of a high quality. They're not going to instantly give that post a lot of exposure, uh, or at least it would, they may re- initially and then see as crap and then it would devalue the entire, you know, they'd lose trust there. But the point of the matter is, even if they, if they did see a piece of content that had a lot of inline text links, said guest post or anything along those lines, then it would be something that uh, probably wouldn't pass any page rank, if, if at all. Yeah. So, so here's a question for you, Ross. There's two examples of how Google deals with bad content. So we've seen stories recently where um, there's some bad content on a site, whether it's user-generated content, I think in this particular case, that Google really only DXed the one single page that had that bad content. But we also know from the analysis and discussions around Panda that bad content on a site can impact the trust and rank of the entire site. Mm-hmm. So when it's tied to blog posts, if there's one bad post on a site, which way do you think it's going to go? Do you think they're going to say, okay, this is bad, we're just going to de-index or you know, devalue this one page, or is that going to tie into Panda? Is that, that going to start impacting the entire site? If we were going to use a like, uh, search engine line example, if they all of a sudden did something like that? Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have an overall effect on the site. I, it would be one of those things where I think it'd be almost a shock to the algorithm. <laughs> Maybe the algorithm yeah. would just freeze. <laughs> but, and and, um, and I, I, I agree completely with you. I think in order for it to impact the entire site, it has to be a quantity of bad content on the site. So if you have yeah. like a number of pages, 
but if you're if you're a site that takes lots of guest posts and most of them are crap, you could be impacting your entire site. That's kind of what we what I had so far. I, I mean, I wrote these notes down pretty quickly. But do you have anything else you wanted to add to what we can say is reasonably certain to be in play right now? Um, specifically tied to guest posting, I've heard talk about the um, the little blocks of the author bios underneath guest posts getting s- separate treatment from the rest of a page. So the links in those bio blocks, um, even if it's good quality content, might not be carrying as much weight anymore. Um, whether it's absolutely certain that's happening is probably in our next section where we're talking about likely likely happening. Um, but that's something to be aware of too, that those those author block bios are, are being looked at. Yeah. Well, they're and, not and taking any action, but they're, ex- they're being looked at for sure. Yeah, and that's definitely in this next part. Because the next part, we're just trying to go by levels here. What is likely in the works or even in effect right now? So we're, we're really skirting the levels here. Is any yeah. content with the word guest post moniker on a blog without a significant algorithmic credibility will offer little or no link value? Um, this is, of course, in addition to other revealing factors, such as the post with zero online text links and a single text link in the author's bio. You know, these are obvious things. Even if, if there's, uh, that's, so that's the exact opposite is a post that has no text links, but the author's bio has one. I mean, these are all pretty good identifiers. <laughs> And a lot of these sites that are doing guest posts are on CMSs such as WordPress. And WordPress, depending on how you set up these guest posts, will create an index of posts per author. Well, if you're an author and you've been on this post, you've wrote an article on this post, and you only have one article on the post, that's not necessarily a, a big signal. But if there's 40 authors on a site and all 40 authors only have one post, that's going to be a signal as well to the engines. Yeah, I mean, if I ever did allow guest posts on my site, and I did a, a few times on step forth, I, I put them all under this uh, one moniker, which was guest post. I mean, I'm not shy about saying it's a guest posting, you know, and, and yeah, and it's not necessarily all under one person. Um, that way that there's not a whole bunch of authors that just one post. <laughs> it just doesn't look good. There you go. <laughs> one okay. post that keeps getting amended with new content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, now, a lot of people predict that the guest post filter would come into play. And, and again, this is again a conjecture. I'm going to keep saying that um, that if it says guest post, that there's going to be a certain amount of of credibility checks going on here. So people will have changed it, may have made it sure that the authors um, have their own name there. Um, they're going to try and use. Um, authorship if the author does have some clout same thing that could apply though that author could still be just trying to build links and they don't have the best quality content they're posting there um this is all stuff google has to look at i don't envy them they're not going to have an easy time filtering all this yeah no it's not an easy task i mean this is this is going to be as complex as link building easily as far as them trying to, to gain control of understanding how all the different factors tie together to provide value for that link or in this case for that guest post yeah well let's take a quick break and we get back we're going to talk about uh one last point on this uh, section and then get on to some well some of the really thick conjecture seo 101 will be back right after recess Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. 
Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Pace of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the <laughs> Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Market Edge with Glenn Engler. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So the last point, um, this is the, the, the subject question is, what is likely in the works or even in effect right now and, on, and how Google is treating guest posts or identifying them? Um, <laughs> well, the next bit, I guess we've kind of covered, haven't we? Well, kind of, because I think AuthorRank also plays... Uh, it'll play a role on how they treat the guest posts from the fact like, let's say you were able to get Danny Sullivan to write a guest post on your blog. Okay, that's a huge coup for you to get, you know, one of the top people in our industry to write a post on your site. That's great, and it's good. It's valuable for your readers. Um, they have to use AuthorRank to understand, okay, this this person who's guest posting on this site is an expert in this topic. The site is about that topic in general, so there's there's a really good tie in there. Even if they only post once on it, you know it's really going to tie. If, if someone is is a top tier expert on a topic, their guest posts are going to hold a lot more value than someone who's just guest posting all over the place and is not really a known expert, you know, from an author rank perspective. So the the idea of author rank, if if I posted. 200 blog posts on 200 different blogs, 
you know, that actually could be a negative author rank factor. But if I am consistently posting on a top tier site on a top, then I do a guest post on another related site, that should be counted as a, you know, a huge plus for both the site and the author, in my opinion. So for them to figure out how to tie these together is going to be very tricky. And they're going to trip up occasionally, guaranteed. Yeah, well, and it's definitely a trumping factor. I mean, the author's author rank will be a trump, like Danny Sullivan's, yeah. You know, it's, you know, those sort of things, you get a star on the, on the site, that's going to make a huge difference, and it's likely going to get that much more attention from Google's algorithm. Um, one thing, I didn't do the disclaimer, really. I wrote a little quick disclaimer. I wanted to say that, yes, of course, the conjecture bit, we've already talked about that, but also that all the following, like, quote-unquote rules that we're talking about here, or, or elements or filters Google be th- use, could be using, will be thrown out on a piece of content if it is determined to have a lot of quality signals such as guest posts, receiving news, social, and link intention. So if, even if it is a, a, a guest post and it does happen to have some credibility in, in terms of the content, um, guest post or not, it's going to do well. So, you know, yeah. keep in mind, we're, we're, we're trying to keep a whole lot of stuff in our head here, and, and, and we're sorry, we're going to have to pass that along to you. But just keep in mind that what we're doing right here is if – they don't have a lot of social signals. If they don't have all these other things, this is what Google is going to be looking at and trying to weed out. Yeah. And then you got to, you got to remember that there's so many factors and this guest post specific, you know, signals that we're talking about are just one of hundreds of factors. You know, if your site's not crawlable, it doesn't matter if guest post or not, your, your page is not going to get indexed. So <laughs> you know, just, just remember, these are very specific to this one little piece of the algorithm that identifies something potentially as a guest post, and what does that mean, and how do they handle it after they make that identification? Yeah, Ajax and Flash blog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and before we, before we close this, I want to talk about something that happened on our Google Plus site today and a new little project that I'm going to try um, thanks to John Henshaw from Raven Tools. So speaking of interesting little experiments. Yeah, <laughs> that was neat. I read that and I was like, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. So so you're going to go ahead with stick it. Around to the end of, stick, stick around to the end of the show. You'll hear all about that. Okay, great. <laughs> all right. Um, now we're going to get really thin. Even content from new authors on blogs with significant credibility, so the blog has a lot of credibility, will pass little or no page rank without significant off-site signals. So the, content, the actual new author writes in a blog, obviously they're writing there, well, you could infer that because they're actually writing, they're new, but they're writing on a blog with a lot of credibility that they should get a little bit of clout, they should get some more uh, exposure. But if Google really, if things got out of control, they could start looking at it and saying, okay, you're new. They treat you like a new website. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a bit of a sandbox per se of authors. Yeah. And so what about this as well, tied to that same thing? So part of author rank and authorship is, you know, on your Google plus file, you list the different sites that you're a contributor to. So what if you, what if you got like, three or four sites, you're a new author, you've got three or four sites that you've been able to get published on, and you've got one or two links on, or one or two articles on each, versus, you know, somebody who's been published a hundred times on the same two sites, um, versus someone who has 200 articles all on 200 different sites. 
you know, how, especially if they tie them to, to their Google Plus. If, they, if you've typed 200 publications to your Google Plus profile that you're an author on, that's got to be a signal of some kind to somebody saying, what the f-? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, like, <laughs> I couldn't have put it better. <laughs> yeah. Now, I guess you know, and, and this quote-unquote authorship sandbox. This is going to be something that I think is just logical. It's going to come, and really, that could be the ultimate end to all this. The, what Google puts into play at the very end, once they have authorship really in play. I mean, they still have so many people that don't use it. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just a mess. But, you know, as they do get it as sort of as a norm, there makes perfect sense that there'd be a sandbox of sorts. Um, that, well, I guess, that could be kind of simplistic, though, couldn't it? Because, I mean, really, Google has yeah. a, a, the ability to look at one piece of content and know whether it's good or versus, yeah, another one. And how does that tie to the site that's publishing these blogs? So we, we talked about we're, we're talking a lot about the authors and how guest posting impact them. How would that impact the site that publishes these guest posts? So if I use you know if I use a guest poster occasionally, you know let's say one out of every twenty posts is a guest poster. Um, that seems to be something that you know is, is you're not trying to abuse this. But if you know, one, you know, every other post or a majority of the posts on a site are guest posts, and there's a wide variety of different people posting on the time. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkins, treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin' like our new pumpkin cream cold brew, pumpkin spice signature latte, and our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. That's going to have an impact, I think. I think you know it's it's really how it's being utilized on a site is going to going to be playing into those algorithms when they identify a guest post. You know how much authority does it really have based on how the site is deploying guest posts across the board? Yeah, yeah. It- my mind's kind of reeling trying to keep up with all the different things that could happen, but that it doesn't make sense. You know, if, if, if you don't really represent a specific author, you know, you don't have an, a couple authors that are always writing and these people are, are the exception, then you almost become, well, you become a news site of sorts, but it's almost like you haven't created your own credibility. I don't know how to put it. So again, we're, we're talking about what things get out of hand, right? Yeah. So we we know from last week or so that TechSync ads got got hit hard from this, this last round of link networks that Google went after. And they didn't hit TechSync ads. They hit all the sites that were selling the links, thousands of them. So mm-hmm. we, know there's, we also know there's a marketplace similar to TLA for guest posting. Um, um, it's my, my guest blog. Is that what it is, my guest blog? It's Ann Smarty's site. Um, my guest blog post or something like that. And it's basically it's a marketplace. People who want to write guest posts and people who want to publish them. And it's very similar to the old TLA model for links, but they're doing it for guest posts. How likely is that going to be attacked at some point? Is that something that's useful and valuable to everybody? Or is that something Google's going to look at and say, hey, this is bad, you're trying to game this? 
Well, no, I don't think they are trying to game it. Not like late text links work, because I was talking about thin content. <laughs> that isn't content. That's just a link. I mean, when it comes down to it, uh, what she's doing is, is or my, my blog guest.com, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what's happening here is, I mean, it all falls back to the one simple thing that, that Matt Cutts even said, which is that there's nothing wrong with guest posts. Guest posts can be phenomenal. You, you can get a really great author that comes on your site and writes. That's, that's awesome. That's what you want. You want someone there who's going to really add value. Now, that could always be the argument. You know, all I'm doing is trying to connect people who have content that want to be on other people's sites who also want great content. Um, it's just it's what happens after that. It's how the people use it. So in a sense, like TLA, except I, I hate to even compare the two because they're so different. Um, they wouldn't get penalized, but you know the the people who are abusing it would. That's why I think it really what it comes down to is they have to increase their their ability to identify guest po- guest blog posts beyond the normal stuff we've already discussed that are so simple. So- so, and I ask that question because I'm leading up to another version of that. I have actually seen a site that's already out there, already live, where somebody is buying and selling based on authorship and author rank. Mm-hmm. So you're basically selling your author rank to people. So I'm, I'm not going to out it because I don't want it to get any traction at all. Um, if you want to know, I'll send you a link later, Ross, but you better not use them. Uh, <laughs> but it's already happening. I mean, there are already people trying to leverage this and game this system. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's deplorable. I can't stand it, but it's happening, and Google is going to have to address happen. it. As long yeah. as there's something that's obvious that can be leveraged, that's going to happen. There's too many people out there that are used to getting the easy way, and they want to keep getting it the easy way. Um, yep. and, and sadly, that's just how it is. But at least, you know, it's, it's always going to, they're always fighting an uphill battle. And what they don't understand is you build these networks and you think we've got all this technology to hide it from Google. You know what the easiest way for Google to find out how this stuff works is? Be, be a customer. Have one of their people who has a set website, everyone who has websites, log in at their private emails and say, hey, I'm interested in doing this. Look to see which authors are selling their stuff and then take notes and then go back to work the next day and hammer them all. You know, it's like so easy to, for, for these guys. There's, there's very simple ways to identify this stuff, especially in a, in a new network like that. It's probably pretty small. Um, it, it just boggles my mind that people try to do this. And if you if you find this site out there listening to the show and you find it like please don't try to game the system by selling or buying author rank or authorship. It's it's just gonna it might work for a while because Google hasn't caught on and hasn't figured it's not a priority for them to fix, but you will get hammered in the end, guaranteed. Well and the other thing too is what we see is only a portion of what's actually out there because there's a lot of hidden networks that are just amongst the elite, you know? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And and then and, and they, they're well, they're secret, they, and that's that's why they they want to keep it secret. They don't want it to get abused. There's a lot of different tactics out there like that. Um, so, you know, it, it just when it becomes I almost think when it becomes something someone's selling, it's it's almost it's almost out of date already. This <laughs> yeah. is the way it works. Uh, on that note, let's take a quick break. When we get back. We'll finish up with a few more points here. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff that John wrote down. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. AimClear, the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding-edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. Best Search Strategies where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best Search Strategies, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now, we've been talking about Google's forthcoming attack on guest posts. I mean, it just makes sense. It's coming. And uh, you mentioned something here. You mentioned uh, what will help the credibility of a post. And it's good. It's let's, let's turn things around. Let's go for the positivity side. So yeah. what do you think? And, 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 we, and I want to make sure we get to it. We actually had a question on Google Plus community this week that, that actually talked about authorship as well. So I want to get to that question before we end the show too. Um, so what's going to help the credibility? I, I, there's some great points here. Um, media, you know, you when you write a good post, um, like you said earlier, that there's lots of other factors that come into play related to the search other than authorship. You know, if you if you've got multimedia in it, that's always great for a, for a post. If you've got really good content that gets all the citations and links, that's a great thing for a post, whether it's a guest mm-hmm. post or not. Um, you know, and the credibility of the site that you're posting on. You know, we talked about the idea of 
you know, some posts using nothing but guest posters or some sites using nothing but guest posters, that's not, that site's not going to have a lot of credibility. But if you're able to guest post on Search Engine Land or Search Engine Watch or any of these major sites, that's going to be add a lot of credibility not only to you but to the site and your guest post itself. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, not, I'm still not convinced that a site that has a lot of guest posters is going to be a bad thing. If the content's good and it's all on topic, I don't see why that would be bad. I'm having a hard time really. I mean, I, I see the sense of it, but I don't really feel it. No, I, mean, I don't feel from, it. From the perspective of a guest post, so from the perspective of this site and general standard SEO, I agree with you. It's probably just a lot of good content. Unique content is a great thing. But if, but if, it's, if we're looking at from specifically it's been identified. A post has been identified as a guest post, and they have these extra little things that they're going to look at because it's a guest post. That could be one of them. You know, how many, how many, yeah, how consistent is the authorship on this site? If it's not consistent at all, and it's like you know, every post is by a different person, that's not <laughs> going to be as credible as a site that has a you know a consistent set of authors writing all the time. Yeah, dead giveaway, no doubt. Yeah, so just one. It's one of those signals that they're very clear. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, and I think I can't stress enough media. I, I've dealt with a few um, issues with clients, the new clients who've dealt with guest posting and they've got a whole bunch out there. And they're like, why didn't they work? Why didn't they work? Well, I looked at them and they were, they, the content was fine. It was actually well written. Uh, I enjoyed the stories. I enjoyed a lot about it. But they had no images. The person who was posting the guest post was taking everything to the worst limit. They were, they were removing every single link on the page, even though they had great links to resources that were off-site, that were re- respected resources, like let's say a link to the Treasury or the link to um, National Geographic, all these things. Those are good. If, if the content deserves those links, they should be there. Um, and they had video links. Well, no, this person didn't want video on there. You know, <laughs> if you're going to go with guest posts and you want to post something that has all this information in it that you think adds value to the post and the people want to take it out, that's not the kind of site you want to post on. It's that simple. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, I and I think a lot of people are trying and begging to get these links, and they're bending over backwards. And they shouldn't be bending over backwards. They should be going somewhere where they, their content is respected and it's going to be treated well. Yep, so. totally agree. Um, now, what are some of the potential negative factors? Or have we yeah, let's look at the this? other side of that coin. You know, what are and really, I don't think. Um, and authorship and guest posting. I mean, authorship, it's in particular, negative factors has been around long enough where we can say these are definitely negative factors. So, again, this is just kind of conjecture of what are some of the things that could harm you. We already talked about the idea that people are starting to buy and sell based on authorship and author rank. Eventually, that will bite you in the ass at some point. Probably not today because I doubt that. Uh, you know, it's been a big focus on Google. They haven't spent the, the, the resources to deal with that because um, it's not, you know, big enough of a problem yet. But at some point, it will. That'll be a negative factor. Well, um, what, what would you say TLA was making per month <laughs> before what? they got nailed? <laughs> Text and gas. What were they making um, per month before they got nailed? Yeah. I mean, there is a market in this. That's for sure. Yeah, they were making a lot of money. I mean, I, uh, I can tell you, but I, I wouldn't want to say it publicly. Yeah, um, but they were making lots and lots of money per yeah. month. <laughs> I mean, TLA <laughs> got busted. Um, they it was a sister brand. Like when I worked at it was Media, was owned TLA, so I had some some back back end information. Um, they were making a lot of money. Just just say that. Okay. And I'm sure getting hit hurt them. Um, 
<laughs> well, one of the other one of the other negative factors that that I'm that I'm personally thinking is going to be a problem is um, content syndication. A lot of time, guest posts are just posts are just specific to one site. Sometimes um, the, the the site that you post on doesn't require that your content is unique for their site. So you might be able to post the same piece of content as a guest post on multiple sites. Well. I've seen this happen a couple times, not necessarily through guest posting, where the same content is on multiple sites and claimed by different people. So if you're syndicating your content or you're using a piece of content that, that you got off of some article, you know, article site, and you're putting that on as a guest post, let's say, let's say you're, you, and it's claimed by multiple people, that could be a negative factor. So if you have um, a post that you put out, you you claimed authorship on this post, and then somehow, who knows how? There could be many ways this happens. Ten other sites have the same exact content claimed by different people. That could be a negative factor. So it it kind of ties into duplicate content. Now the first thing I thought of, well, what if someone scrapes your site and, and republishes your content and claims it themselves? That's that's an issue that Google's going to have to figure out. My thought behind that is if a single person is claiming content as authorship, and every time they claim it, somebody else is also claiming it. You know that's going to hurt you. So if if you're over, like you think of link profiles, if your content profile contains a bunch of, of content that's claimed by lots of different people, that can hurt you. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Just well, just a thought. The one yeah, it is. And, and, and you mentioned it before. It's it's definitely something that uh, I, I get the impression you're you're concerned about, considering you're doing a lot of news sites. Um, that that's well, we bound to happen. Syndicated content. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think syndicated content is awesome. I actually miss the days when um, uh, a lot of the big search sites like uh, Site Pro, all these things, could republish my content without any concern. That it would penalize them or hurt them because it was good. It was great. It gave me exposure in different different markets, different sites that had different viewers, mm -hmm. and it was good for them. They enjoyed it. Um, I got I got I got stuff back. I got you know I got inquiries. I got those things, and it was yep. good for the companies. It it shouldn't be completely squashed, uh, and it's sort of yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, and, and I think the, the, it came up for us because of Associated Press, of course. So Associated Press puts out a story and you know, hundreds, if not thousands of newspapers across the country pick up and publish it. Well, what if, like, you know, for some reason, a lot of these small newspapers all were also adding author bylines. So maybe there's an author that published it and, you know, they made a tweak or here change and they put, their, they put AP and their byline. And the AP is not going to get an authorship credit because it's, they're not going to tie it back to the AP's Google Plus page. But that author that gets the co-byline might get the authorship credit because they have set up authorship on that site. So all of a sudden, now you've got you know, hundreds of sites across the U.S. that are all claiming authorship on the same piece of content. And, and if the only content that, that you ever did was you know, AP content, your authorship could suffer. Right. Yeah, yeah if, you just, if you've just got AP content. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yep. 
Okay. Well, you know what? I know we had a, you wanted to talk about that uh, question was on our community page, but we're already out of time. Um, so if anyone wants to see that, you can go to our, our Google Plus community page. That's SEO 101. Just type that in on Google Plus and you'll find us easily enough. And uh, there's lots of great questions there. We're trying to we, be really active. We, we did tease them about the little experiment that's going to go on. We should tell them about the experiment. Oh, yes. Go ahead. All right, so I got an email and I posted it on a Google Plus. Basically, it was um, a link from Fiverr, um, the, the place where you can go and you spend five bucks and get people to do all these different tasks. Well, they sent me a link that said, "Here's all the SEO best practices tasks that we're offering on the site." And it was just a big list of people offering SEO services. And I published it on on the Google Plus and said, "You know, whatever you do, don't get involved in this because it's going to you know hurt your career kind of thing." And we had a couple of interesting comments. And then John Henshaw from uh, Raven Tools piped in and he had an awesome idea. He said, what if you used all, you built a throwaway site and you used all those and kept track of all, all the metrics basically and wrote an article about it. And I thought that was an amazing idea. So I'm going to try to do it. And, but I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to have Fiverr build this throwaway site for me <laughs> and then create all the content on the throwaway site. Everything with this site, 100% of it is going to be done by Fiverr. The only thing I did is I went to GoDaddy, um, signed up for a year of hosting, got a free domain. It's uh, onlyfiverr.com. Don't tell anyone what the domain is. Yeah, I'll tell them because they no, want no, to no, watch what's going on. Free of, you've got, it's got to be free of... of any exposure from anyone else, otherwise the link, all that link work will be. Nah, that's all right. The link, the link work's gonna be crap anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point. I'm, I'm gonna give like a, a budget of a hundred bucks and get like twenty things done to the site. You know, I'll have like somebody can. Uh, I've looked already. Someone will design and install a, a site for my WordPress. Um, they'll have people will write me three or four targeted keyword-rich articles uh, for five bucks each. So they'll, they'll install my site, put a theme for five bucks. They'll write me four articles for five bucks. I'll do that a couple times. So I'll get content on the site, then I'll start using some of these social marketing services and link-building services and, and just, just blow it away. And I'll keep track of everything and do an article at the end and say, this is what we got for $112, and, and it's, it's going to be a fun experiment. That's, it's so sad to think of people doing that work for five dollars. I know it's crap, but it's still sad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, that's great. I, uh, when I saw that, I thought I was going to go for it. So I'm glad you're doing it. That's great. Nice. Very interesting. Well, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, we hope you have a great week. If you have any questions, you can share with us please feel free to post them on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash SEO101podcast or on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO101 on Google Plus. Have a great week. And remember to tune into future episodes which share at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.